Hey guys, welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast and what a treat we have for you guys today. Matt, like I'm so excited for this one. Like we have got Megan Adrian. So if you don't know who they are, they are like literally the absolute legends. It was one of our first weddings we shot together, but it just really erased that vibe. It was just the most epic wedding. It's probably one of my popular videos. Um, I use it so often and I know those photos are like some of your favorite because you use it all over your website (laughs) (laughs) oh man I yeah I'm so excited for today's chat with Meg she is such a beautiful human and yeah she really um yeah dives into like what her micro wedding slash elopement was and how it was still really special for her and I think you know like at the end of the day that's what we want to I guess reiterate to all of our couples and all the people listening is that like you know you can do things the way you want to do it and yeah, fire out. Meg and Adrian, absolute bloody legends. And we had such a good time chatting with her today. She is awesome. And yeah, I cannot wait to dive into this episode. Like, it's, it's really interesting because like Meg and Adrian, like they can talk from both perspectives, right? So they had like an amazingly like intimate, you know, 20 person micro wedding, which was like a wild, wild party. Like it was it was hectic, oh, but then they hard. also had a 200 person wedding the next month. So they had both. So like Meg can talk from both perspectives about micro weddings versus an actual wedding. So I think this is going to really offer a lot of value for, you know, especially like those couples out there that are thinking, you know, like which one should I do or should I do both, you know? <laughs> and she's a big advocate for both too, right? Like she was like, look, I love the like big wedding, but it was hectic, but I am so very happy that I did the smaller wedding and I did it the way that I want to do it. And we had that time to really just enjoy it and take it in. And mind you, like they partied legitimately till the sun came up, like all Mm. night long, they went hard. Yeah, far out. It was such a good chat with her. And, uh, you know, just to, I guess, really like let everybody know Meg is has a four month old baby. So there is a few baby screamers in the background, but she's also living the dream sitting on a boat in Hamilton Island while she did this podcast for us. I feel like sipping on a cocktail, <laughs> sipping on a cocktail at 10 30 in the morning and uh, living the dream. But yeah, look, we really appreciate her taking the time to chat with us and we hope that it brings you guys a lot of value. So uh, yeah, let's dive into this episode with Meg and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hey guys, how are we? Meg, you're here, you're sitting on a boat you're living the absolute bloody oh, dream uh and we are so jealous of this uh <laughs> i also have a child so don't be too jealous <laughs> no you are on a boat you are literally <laughs> sitting on a boat in hamilton island that is hectic but oh. man me and tim are so excited that you are finally on this podcast we i think since day one we were chatting we were like we need to get meg on because uh your wedding was one of the first weddings that me and tim shot together that we came away from we were like we need to do more stuff like this and it was yeah sick. It, was, it was basically the the start of the revolution right we're like yeah we are going to make this absolutely epic but let's let's just paint a picture right so meg's here on a boat and we can see her with like amazing blue water behind her and like soft white sand like come on 
she's just living the dream and she's got like she's got like a like a little sneaky juice sipping on a juice in her uh wine glass in the morning it's how good juice. little champagne <laughs> and mango but i've been up since 4 a.m so this is like Mate, my i will take that i will take that <laughs> Oh, so good. Uh, Meg, look, before we get started, just to warm up, which I don't think we need to, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, we're going to quickly just do a couple of rapid fire questions for you that we didn't warn you about. Uh, they're very simple, so don't worry. And whatever pops into your mind first, go for it. So the first one is, what's your favorite date night option? Ooh, anything with wine. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> and these days, yeah. And these days, I'd say just anything child free, but just... um. Maybe some Mexican food. Ooh, Mexican. Love that. And um, I know you are a, um, a pro fesh uh, TV editor, but what's your favourite TV show? Ooh, I love Schitt's Creek Ooh. and I'm re-watching The Office, which is a staple. <laughs> yeah, no. I should really preface this entire podcast by saying that I have a serious case of baby brain. So even if I forget my husband's name, just... <laughs> that's right as long as you don't forget your anniversary date we're all good <laughs> unlike yeah, someone <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is your favorite food oh spaghetti Ooh, okay and yes or no coffee after five yes we already know oh. the answer to this because you literally just said it but alcohol before 12 <laughs> I don't <laughs> <say anything. laughs> as she sips a mojito <laughs> <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning uh and what about pineapple on pizza yes Ooh, sneaky I'm a, right. I'm a queenslander say no more all right this could be this can go anywhere so if you were to buy an exotic pet what would it be oh like a big cat <laughs> or or a monkey a no monkey, monkey. <laughs> oh, so adrian almost hate this while that. she's on her boat <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a big cuddly teddy bear don't be don't call him a monkey <laughs> uh, look yeah well thank you thank you meg so much for jumping on the podcast and like, as we said before we have been super pumped to get you on ever since we started this we're like yes we have to get meg on and look your wedding <laughs> was just like one of those ones where i don't know matt and i were like just in our element it was like so much fun and we kind of just like for me it was like one of those first weddings as well that where i just like did a style that i wanted to like portray so it was really one of those like films that i kind of just like went absolutely wild with and that for me like that started <laughs> like a revolution hey but tell us a little bit about yourself so who are you? What do you do? Um, I am Meg. I'm an alcoholic. I... <laughs> <laughs> Very used to that being that my is such a good intro. <laughs> Where are we uh, keeping this in? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I'm a Queensland girl, moved to Sydney in 2013. I was meant to be moving to America to, you know, chase the big TV dream, but um, I had a bit of couple of times I had a couple of months where I was going and mum and dad were getting sick of me being in the house so they said go to Sydney just practice being like interview for every job and practice getting rejected which is the life in TV and so yeah moved to Sydney and soon after met Adrian which was a little early for my liking so we broke up a little bit and then fate brought us back together and then I was done with my single days and then I was like all right I'm ready for you. <laughs> Amazing. So, like, tell us about this, like, TV dream, right? So, like, did it always start off with you wanting to be an editor or? No, it was a hobby. And uh, I left uni. I studied some business course 
and so I left school, went to uni, studied some business course, and then was very uninspired and didn't show up to any of my lectures or <laughs> tutorials, especially if they were past midday. Actually, all before midday. So yeah, no, I didn't show up to a lot of <laughs> a lot of classes. Is that the alcoholic coming out on you again? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I was also rowing coaching, so I had to be up at four a.m. But I'd often go straight from the regatta to rowing coach. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of the alcoholism in me coming out. Yeah, so I, in the last year of school, did like all of the sports videos for everyone and did the end of year video. And I just would spend all of my time on that rather than studying. I'm a bit of a slow learner. So it took me a couple of years to realize that oh, I could turn this thing that I like doing into a career groundbreaking that sounds just like us hey i feel like me and tim are like a little bit similar like in a sense of like you know we thought this was a hobby at the start and then we ended up doing it full time and it's yeah so it's pretty cool to hear someone else in a you know same boat as us i do i do remember when you said you're a tv editor and i'm like oh no what am i getting myself into (laughs) (laughs) it is i'm the worst client We really should touch base on this part of this conversation and how this all came about originally because originally Meg like booked me and then she was like, oh, maybe we'll get video. And then she like was like, have you got someone who will just like come and shoot only? Like that's it. And then (laughs) I was like, oh, like I've worked with this guy a few times. And I think this was like start of mine and Tim's relationship, so to speak, in the uh, the editing like world sort of thing. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, I think there was a point in time where, yeah, Meg was like, I just need someone to come and edit the wedding. Sorry, shoot the wedding and I'll edit it myself. I do not want anyone to touch it because quite frankly, I didn't think that anyone could do it. I remember the emails going back and forth and I got like paragraph after paragraph, like just like your like request. Yeah, no, I didn't want anyone touching it. And I remember the moment that everyone turned against me was I was about to walk down the aisle and Tim stops me and says, Meg, we've got a huge problem. And I was like, is Adrian here? Like, what's going wrong? He said, oh, no. I have to edit this wedding. I was like, okay, can we talk about this later? <laughs> <laughs> because we hadn't even got to the ceremony yet and me and Tim were just like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> wasn't, didn't you get, you got pulled over by the police? Oh yeah, I got pulled over by the police. I was running late. Like I got literally, I've never been late to a wedding before. And like we we're on the way there and like I was a good like 10 or 15 minutes in front of Meg. And then uh, I got pulled over by the coppers and they decided to do a breath test, a drug test, all these things. And I've literally got my cameras on my lap being like, I've got to go to a wedding. And yes, full, massive stitch Matt's up. like, you have to hold it up. You have to hold it up. So I'm like, okay, I don't <laughs> want to say Matt's late. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop Meg and we're going to have a conversation about something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just talk about how amazing this is already. <laughs> All right, we've definitely straight off. We've definitely got off onto a bit of a tangent here, which is great. I love tangents. Uh, obviously, that's the whole preface behind our podcast. We get a bit stuck with the old tangents and stuff. But let's get back onto your wedding specifically, uh, Meg. How long have you guys been married for now? So it's been a little while, hasn't it? Like, yeah, it was February twenty one. Amazing. So it was kind of like in the middle of that like COVID situation, realistically, wasn't it? Big time. So the feel was that we were planning to get married in October 2020 in at my parents' place in Brisbane. And then obviously a little spicy cough came and had something to say. And I knew pretty early on, I had a good feeling that like we weren't, even when it hit in March, that October wasn't going to be a go in Queensland. So luckily I was able to kind of get my head around either postponing or coming up with a plan B pretty early. Yeah, as it played out, I was sick of the politicians playing their border wars. And we just decided, no bugger it, let's just have a mini wedding, a micro wedding with just family 
and just our bridal party. And that's how this came about. And it was so bloody good too. It was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably like I, I, and like we'll get into this part of it soon, but just like FYI for anybody out there who's thinking about like eloping and or doing like an intimate or micro wedding and they're like worried about it not being a good time still. I got a message the next morning from Meg. Are we calling it morning? I don't really know, but I vividly remember waking up at like seven the next morning and having a message from you at like quarter to six that morning. So like 5.45 a.m. being like, oh my goodness, best day ever, just getting into bed now. And I was just like, what happened last night? Like it just like, and then I saw all these videos and like iPhone photos and like, sorry, iPhone videos and stuff like that from like just you guys going absolutely wild and just, yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness. I also sent a selfie of myself at like six in the morning, whatever it was, to Megan, <laughs> uh, my makeup artist, being like, my makeup's still on! <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad that selfie wasn't disseminated amongst everyone. It Definitely mess, not alcohol-induced uh, conversations either. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it was no wild. way. We were so worried that it was just going to be like an awkward dinner party because there was only 20 people and like me being from Queensland Adrian from Sydney our bridal party had never met before so we were like this could really just be a quiet event and it was not no it was not a quiet event at all definitely not <laughs> like Adrian went on his bucks after the wedding so between the pre-drinks the night before the wedding and then the wedding, which was huge, and then the recovery, which also might have kicked off a bit, his groomsmen looked like absolute shells of humans going off to Adrian's box, and they were like, this was a mistake. <laughs> this was a mistake. <laughs> we did not think it would be this big. It's so good. And like, I, yeah, as I said, like, it's so, it's such a, this is such a good example for people potentially concerned about their wedding being, like you said, like a little bit boring, maybe. Oh, yeah. And I think. Like, it's definitely not the case at all. Did you, I guess, with the planning kind of, like, side of things, like, did you have, like, an aim for, like, I guess the vibe or, like, the inspiration towards your, like, elopement? Did you have any ideas, like, what that looked like? Yeah, we all were, like, whether it was a big wedding or micro wedding, we always wanted a very relaxed sort of vibe and want to feel like you're very much amongst friends. You're not walking into an Instagram wedding or anything like that. But having the micro wedding, it just totally opened up little things that we could do that were really special to us. And part of that was because it was a dinner party, essentially, we had both of our late grandmothers, their crockery and wine glasses, which was all this really ornate, beautiful, beautiful items. We were able to do that and we were able to make it so much more personal with everyone that we had invited. So yeah, no, it was, I kind of stayed true to what we wanted, had planned for the big wedding, which was like a backyard party, essentially. But yeah, and yeah, it was wasn't it just? It was, <laughs> it was so. I remember your little setup actually for your rece- like for your reception, let's call it, or for your dinner party part mm. of it. Like that was so beautiful too. Like just like a big table wow. with everybody being able to see each other and sitting there and like yeah, having all like your grandparents. I forgot about the grand your grandmother's like and your grandparents like little uh, bits and pieces, which is also like such a beautiful little special touch that yeah, like I think if you had a full size wedding, you definitely wouldn't be able to do that because no, you're unless not they have like the biggest the collection in the world. and our our mum set that up the day before so it was all very very special how everyone was involved it was stressful a little bit for them but I was going out the day before and just rocked up and it was perfect really really beautiful well so because you guys got married at Eagle View at Fox Ground so like tell us how that come about so how did how did you find Eagle View and like why was like why did that become like the venue for Megan Adrian's wedding we were very dictated by covid restrictions and at 
that time you were allowed a maximum of 20 person gatherings within like a certain Sydney region and you were we weren't allowed to cross too far out of Sydney so that made the it made it almost easier because before that we had been looking at literally Walgan Valley we're looking at Uluru we're looking everywhere like where can we just get to like if it's going to be this small let's make it really special and something insane then because of border wars and whatnot we couldn't do any of that so the COVID restrictions made it really easy almost so we just looked up Airbnbs that could house 20 people or where it could allow you know small events and house a few people and Adrian actually I'll have to give him credit because he found <laughs> Eagle View because one of his rich house friends just went there for like a weekend <laughs> he was like this looks all right <laughs> it's such a good spot though like yeah if you yeah. haven't seen the photos of this wedding uh, or the video of this wedding you definitely need to check it out and we're going to stick it in our show notes so that you guys can go and see it and uh I, I think from that like me and Tim were saying just we're chatting before you jumped on Meg is like your wedding has kind of become the like poster wedding for me and Tim over the last like year and a half just purely because it was so epic that like everything just worked yeah. out so well. Like I know like the shot of you guys walking down the aisle was just so like authentic and like <laughs> legitimate. And that photo is literally the like mm. face of my website still and the face of like my uh, price guide as well still to this day. And I know every time me and Tim go to an expo, when we're at the expo together, like your wedding is always pumping on his like screens. <laughs> always. So if you Just yeah. insane. <laughs> it is always. Like fun. we are not the people, we did not in any way expect to be like, Instagram famous. <laughs> well, you you also got you also got a like shout out. We also got a, a bit of a, pl- a post and a bit of a plug on Hello May magazine as well, which was pretty epic. Getting uh getting a blog post up on there with your wedding as well. So yeah, it was it's exploded. Sorry, I totally feel responsible for like really bringing you guys together and also Will and Holly and yes. <laughs> like the florals. Like when we were all getting ready, you were all just chatting and like with yeah. the makeup and the hair and you're like, Hey, I've been wanting to work with you. And I was like, Hi. <laughs> I <know you. laughs> yeah. we're just having a good old time. Good old chin wag while you're just getting your makeup <laughs> on and stuff. But yeah. Oh, such good vibes. And I guess let's just roll into like maybe some of that stuff that we were just talking about. Cause I uh, like in terms of like vendors and stuff, you had a lot of, you know, we're not tooting our own horns here, just me and Tim, but you had like all, all your other vendors were freaking amazing. And like, you know, me and Tim are lucky to work with these guys a lot, but how did you find your other vendors? Like, I'm not even going to say who was your standout because I feel like everybody had their place on the day, but you Thank know, you. maybe just talk through <laughs> the, the couple of your favorites that come to mind and please talk about Will and Holly because those guys absolutely killed it for you. <laughs> yeah, no, where I can't believe how it came together because it really felt like planning the original wedding in Brisbane, it felt so like, you know, there were spreadsheets and they were like, I was comparing everyone and blah, blah, blah. And it felt like a labor like it wasn't really fun to put together it was quite stressful and then we were like bugger it like almost low expectations (laughs) with this wedding it was just like we just need to get it done it was it felt really last minute so it was I found mostly everyone through Instagram and actually a lot of people through UMAP because I didn't know the area I hadn't had enough time to stress myself into oblivion looking up every review and every display that they had So we got a lot of people through you, certainly Tim, because I was like, I just want someone that will just shoot and do what they're told and then I'll (laughs) I'll put it together. And no, so certainly, look, I will give you some little kudos here, but I really thought that no one could put together a video like I could do it because I didn't think anyone would care as much as I would. So, and I've seen a lot of wedding videos and to be honest, I was like, yeah, yeah, nope, that's not for me. (laughs) 
And then just the passion that you two had on the wedding day, like blew Adrian and I away. We were like, what? Like you were more excited than we were. <laughs> we're the original hype men. Here we are. We oh get my God. <laughs> but yeah, like our brief was like, we don't like minimum time on photos. Like if you can get it done in 10 minutes, amazing. And then, cause we hate having our photos taken. We are not photogenic. We've both got giant noses. So we were like, we have only very specific <laughs> angles that you can get. And uh, <laughs> no, and then it was Adrian and Matt's like, do you want to go down there? And Adrian's like, yes, I want to go down there, take more photos. And I was like, who is this person? Is that when we took the <laughs> bottle of champagne down the back paddock and like sprayed yeah, that? Man. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, we had a couple of bangers of champagne. No, so you guys, obviously Will and Holly, like we contacted them saying, look, we don't know what the vibe is going to be. Like it could just be that you're in the corner playing some light tunes over dinner. but we wanted the option to have like a full-on dance floor if it came about. And I'd say that they are probably 80% of the reason why there was a dance floor of 20 people just in a living room floor. Like it so easily could have felt super weird and they were absolute best. And actually, side note, they're in Hamilton Island right now and I've tried so hard to catch up with them, but like (laughs) our stars haven't aligned. And we're talking about Will and Holly here Top from Top Shelf Live. Top shelf live. Just FYI, yeah. listening out there, make sure you uh, check them out because those guys definitely bring the vibes and they are And amazing. just to put a bit of, like, bit of context at this, like the dance floor at like 2 a.m. and the iPhone footage was freaking amazing. Like I, as soon as I seen it, I'm like, nah, I have to like put this into the film and it it just made it. It was so much fun. <laughs> that was a regret we had was not keeping you around. Because that's when like things just went wrong. Like, we're, like as soon as like all the contractors have gone home, we're like, we got a little bit insane. So <laughs> definitely should have had you there. But also maybe we shouldn't have had you there. I don't know if I want a lot of that footage inside <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, and uh, obviously, so the other vendors you guys had as well. So like, just let's talk quickly about like, yeah, hair, makeup, maybe quickly and your celebrant. Look, I needed a lot of work to make this look okay. So I got makeup by Megan, who had incredible reviews and she was just really really she's a master of her craft and Chelsea uh for my hair and she was like one of my bridesmaids does her like she's probably stunning no 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 doesn't know how to do all her hair and all that stuff all that girly stuff she was just raving about her saying I've never seen a hairdresser that can like that morning she viewed some inspo that we all had for our own hair and she perfectly recreated all of it so much so that my friend was like will you come to New Zealand for my wedding? <laughs> it was just, and all so lovely. Like you don't realize that like creating the vibe of the morning is so important. Like you don't want anyone else adding to any sort of stress or whatever. And they were just amazing. And then Jessica Lee Florals was, they did an incredible job. Like we just wanted, we didn't want like a Kim K sort of like uh, floral extravaganza. We really wanted it to blend in with the setting that we had and just complement what was already there and she was incredible like I don't think we really we gave such a brief brief to all of our vendors and everyone were just such masters of their craft that we didn't have to hover or micromanage or give any extra direction everyone knew exactly what the brief was and what the vibe was and nailed it yeah (laughs) and that's such an important part I feel like like you know that's like for everybody out there like worrying about you know I guess their wedding and feeling like you have to micromanage it all comes down to making sure you have the right people a part of your day and 
you know, and that's not just from, you know, me and Tim being like talking photo and video, like that's like you said, just then, like from the start of the day from hair and makeup and who you get there to make sure that they're at like the same level as you. And they understand that you obviously have to trust their craft too, to make sure that your day is going to be epic, regardless if you have 20 people at your wedding or 150, 300 people at your wedding. The vibe starts from the second you, that I guess your vendors walk yeah, in the door. I can, like the, the morning like proof is almost like prefaces the entire day as well. And like the next question we're going to ask you is like, what made your wedding day so like, so amazingly epic. Right. And, I think you've kind of already answered it. Like, it's just a combination of everything, you know, like you guys had very like minimal like stress and such a, like a minimal approach to the day and almost like, you know what, let's just worry about getting married and that's it. Like we've already got our vendors, let the vendors look after, you know, like looking after their own craft. And it kind of just all came together because you had such a like relaxed attitude about it all. It was just phenomenal. Like it, it really was like, there was no like directing like per se on like um, Matt and I's behalf, like, cause it was just so much fun. We did have to like pull you away. Cause you guys, Oh, I want to get back to the party. We're like, no, five more minutes, five more minutes. <laughs> we'll take the yeah. champagne bottle out. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get us. Come on. Champagne. <laughs> Which was a very effective tool, but um, no, I think our trick was low expectations. Like you just go in expecting, cause it was also last minute. We were really lucky in that, Oh, I don't know. It was just, we trusted. I just was able to have that trust with everyone because I knew that you were all incredible. Um, and it's when someone kind of, how do you say, not that they slip up, but, you know, if you do feel like you have to worry about someone, then that's all you're focused on. Like, even if they're doing a good job, you're like, oh, are you, should you be getting this? Should you be getting that? Like, you're missing out on yeah, that. Even if they so, are only there just to no, shoot, right? <laughs> only there to shoot. Look how that worked out. <laughs> and in the end, just FYI, I don't know if we've, like, painted the picture yet, but Tim did edit this wedding in the end. Like, oh, yeah. The, the whole conversation was, was, like, at the like halfway through the wedding, Tim went up to him and was like, I have to edit well, it to also cover for me. Like, we did a test. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. so let me do a teaser and if you're happy with the teaser like let me let me look after the wedding that was the best job yeah. interview I have ever <laughs> use that for and all future jobs I, Meg <laughs> oh ridiculous and I did not like even when you were talking to me mid in the wedding I was like no I really want to do it and then it was even when you were leaving and you were like no you went the back route you, you went to my husband that's what you did if you went to Asian, you're like you've got it You've got to let me edit it. You've got to convince her. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no. I think it was your mum. Was it your mum or Adrian's mum that come up to me and said, oh, I don't think like Meg should be editing this. I'm like, I know. Let's like, let's make a plan. And like. (laughs) (laughs) Collusion. Oh, no. so good. Huge advocate for the micro wedding. I think it's not, it's, it was never something that we wanted or planned. You know, like we had the big 200 person wedding and a lot of that is because, you know, you go to all of your friends' weddings and you just want them there to celebrate with you on your day. And there is kind of a social media these days, kind of more like an underlying stress to go like bigger and better. And, you know, you need to have something that looks great and surprise your guests and whatnot. But uh, COVID actually helped us accidentally rediscover what weddings are actually about, which is, it is just about you and your husband and I think your families and them joining together. And we were so lucky that that was not what we wanted. We had such low expectations and we still had the 200 person party after this because we already booked all those vendors and everything and this 20 person wedding still just blew that out of the water it was that is amazing. the absolute best so if anyone is ever hesitating or if even if you have like half a thought i don't think you can go wrong doing it like if you are 
even 5% inclined to have a small wedding with just family, just friends, then you have to do it. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a really big thing that we're like huge advocators of, and it's just like stopping, having to think about what's important and then just choosing those vendors that can allow it to happen, like remove the stresses, you know, like just do things the way you want to, like make it epic in your own way. Like, yeah, you're right. And like a a big 200 person wedding, like, man, like it's, you can just think about it, right? It sounds so, so stressful. Like, Give, give us a bit of a rundown of like what that looked like. So that was that was up back in Brisbane at home. Yeah, that was in our backyard. And so what we ended up doing is we still had the little ceremony and had my godfather actually officiate it. He was terrified that the Lord above would strike him down for <laughs> impersonating a clergyman. <laughs> he held a dictionary in his hand instead of a Bible. <laughs> um, That's so good. This was this was Punch who was at our small wedding, so you would have met him. Um, he is absolute cracker, and so we had that, and then Adrian and I walked down the aisle together, and still had a bit of a spiel, and to make people remember that it was actually a wedding we were there for, not just to piss up. And yeah, like it was still so much fun, but the stress of having to go around to everyone, like all your friends, you know, have some FaceTime and you, the day goes, flew by when you're trying to just spend two minutes here, two minutes there. And it's kind of, it's a lot of box ticking. I found the big wedding to be, whereas the micro wedding was just so organic and we could had so much more room to play with the schedule and spend longer here. Oh, let's do this earlier. Because you're not herding sheep trying to be like, okay, now we're doing this. Now we're doing that. And it was just so organic. And we just were totally present and in the moment where I didn't feel like we were or could be for the giant wedding. You guys are such a good example as well because you did both. Like, And this is such like so mm. good to hear and it's so refreshing to hear like your thoughts on both of them. And yeah, like, I think it's amazing. Um, I have a, a little question that I want to ask because I was just, as I said before, I was kind of bouncing through all of your like photos and stuff again, just reminiscing, uh, you know, reminding myself about what happened on the day. and How good you are. Yeah, you, not really, but I was just like, you know, I was just frothing <laughs> on like how good these photos turned out. Like, I feel like this is a real turning point for me too and just some of like the style and stuff that I wanted to do. And But I remember there's a few moments and one of the moments that I loved uh, was and I want you to talk about it, is like the MG, the car that your dad, you know, had there for you. His, you guys first child. the driveway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that quickly and what, you know, what how that all came about. Well, I, I'd like to say that it was me, but it was more dad and his crown and glory. So he has <laughs> lovingly restored that car for who knows how many years and has actually probably spent more money on it than my private school tuition. So it had to be featured. <laughs> And no, I was so, so excited for it. And even that forest green was just so perfect that it fit in with the environment that we were in. Like it wasn't like a wanker red or something. It was just, it looked like it was meant to be there. And so he towed it down on the trailer from Queensland. and Commitment. (laughs) Yeah, oh, big time. And he, it was either that or rocking up in a boat, but... There was no direct streams to the top of the hill. So we had to go with the MG. And yeah, no, he brought the MG down. And it was so special that just dad drove me to the wedding. Like we didn't have a driver up the front or anything. It was just him and I. And with just the top that's. Down. Oh, yeah. With the top down. It's, and yeah. there was a half second. I, I was like, my hair. So... And I was like, oh. <laughs> sorry, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> 
it looked beautiful before I left. Uh, yeah, no top down driving along. And that's when the nerves really started to hit in a little bit where you're just not surrounded by this hustle and bustle anymore. And it's just you and your dad. And he had um, surprisingly the most beautiful reactions when he saw me in that little reveal that yeah. caught us both off guard. Caught all my bridesmaids off guard. Like you made and your them mom all. Too. Oh, mess. <laughs> your mum was a mess too. It was, yeah, no, it was really, really special. And so that was another thing that we could do that was, you know, a touch of us. So yeah. you just think about what you've got in your life and I understand not everyone has an MG. God, I sound like a wanker at the moment. <laughs> why, why she's on a boat in the Bahamas. And <laughs> I'll have you know, this is actually, I'm on mat leave unpaid. So this is really the savvy financial decision for me because I'm not paying <laughs> Thanks, mum and dad. <laughs> you are on mat leave. You're on parent, your parental, uh, your parents' mat leave, you know? Yes. Exactly. Love that. <laughs> and with the, just go back to the car as well. Like, I remember you were like, you were talking to your dad and you're like, can I drive it? And you end up like, literally jumping in you end up like getting in the car and you guys had some epic photos in the car as well and around the car and like some of them are like my favorite photos ever it was so much fun because adrian i don't think he's ever been in that car and of course he was like folding up like a pretzel trying to get in you didn't allow him to drive it because I remember we we're like, oh, let's let's actually use the MGs like as part of the um like in the portrait <laughs> session. And you're and like, then, I'm driving it. <laughs> oh, hey, it was so much fun. Dad always never lets me drive it. So I'm like, taking taking advantage. Even if it was only like about a hundred meters in a circle. <laughs> we went up and down. We went up and down yeah. that hill. So, it was so good. It was so yeah. such a good time and. Yeah, I, man, there were so many good moments from this wedding. And is there anything, like, I feel like we've already kind of maybe touched on this a little bit, but anything we haven't touched on or maybe that you want to reiterate in terms of like, it's been a year and a half, a bit more. Looking back and obviously talking about it again today, like, is there anything that you were like super glad you did other than obviously stoked that you did the micro wedding part of it? Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you're like, I'm so stoked that I did that? And, you know, that you and Adrian are so thankful for today? I think there's, the first thing that comes to mind is something we didn't do which was have kids before the wedding, which mum wanted me to do. <laughs> like, she was like, do not have children. She was like, no, mum was saying, have kids now. Like, just have kids now and you can have the wedding later. And I was like, no, 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 because then your life is about children. So it was so nice to just go full steam ahead and just it was come what may sort of situation yeah. uh, where, you know, zero, like low expectations, high. I'm going to either blame baby brain or this second glass of champagne on that but no just being very much go with the flow and Matt I know you said before our wedding you're like if it rains because it was a very high chance of raining as well you were like it's just so dependent on your attitude towards it and to be honest when you said that I was like I'll I'll be upset if it rains if I want to and it did end up raining a part of that night but no it's what you can do like and looking back on the photos is so important and I would say that that's if anyone looking to plan a wedding like where you allocate your funds for a vendor it would be towards photography and videography like a hundred percent because I know that you know being in the day is so important but the memories of the day and preserving that because it does go so fast and there's so much that happens that you have no idea happened and having that recorded is so special and you have them forever so and having I've seen Matt a couple of the photos you've done with people where it's been pissing down and looks quite frankly miserable they have these incredible photos and then memories to call on so it is so much about your attitude towards the day 
and you just can't. You've got very much got to go with the flow. Yeah, we so we drive that home a lot. That it like attitude, like your attitude towards like the day is so like so vital, and it's exactly why this wedding I think like received. It's like so much like praise and why mm. like we actually had this wedding um, published with Hello May and featured with Hello May. And it's because there was like, there was minimal expectations. Like you guys just wanted to have like fun and it was just, it was so baller. Like it, we had an absolute like ball with you guys. Like everything was just fun and amazing. Like nothing was, you know, like I suppose like when we like throughout the day, like there was no real like poses like per se it's just like let's have a bit of fun do this like let's go there do this like one of my favorite parts is like actually like popping the champagne because adrian couldn't do it right like it just made for <laughs> such rookie. like a good video and it just set the tone as well for the rest of the day yeah and look and, and that I, those moments there as well like popping the champagne having fun with everybody and you know, like even the way that you, I guess, styled, like, I guess with your bridesmaids and your groomsmen. So like you, Adrian the wore a different suits yeah. with the groomsmen and then all the bridesmaids wore, I'm assuming like they wore, the, you had a brief for them, which I'm assuming was like florals bright. Yeah. Florals and just whatever they felt comfortable in because, you know, I've been a bridesmaid before where you're in a dress that you hate and feel terrible in and then but like what's that going to bring out of the day so I wanted everyone to be comfortable and I think that's the only thing that I did kind of micromanage was everyone finding the dresses was because like I didn't want like three green and then one yellow or something so just kind of let everyone go and I was like just bring me back a few that you like and then we'll piece them together and put it it looks so put good. it together mm. I loved it it, looked it was really yeah. and, and with with Jess's flowers too like it all just works so well like some of those like photos of like you girls together was like definitely my favorite uh for sure which was yeah i think that definitely made the day just that little bit different a little bit more special at the time i don't think i'd shot many weddings that had like different colored dresses or you know not all being the same kind of like i guess traditionally that we would do yeah now and you guys the vibe it actually it's like a two-way street like it was reverberating off us both like it was really only when you two were kind of getting so ridiculously excited about this wedding that we were like oh Oh, maybe it is good. Like, I don't know. We've never had a wedding before. Like, I I suppose, like, with with our job, like, we kind of know straight away, like, when, like, things are just, like, working well. And, like, and it it wasn't, like, it wasn't because of the light. Like, it wasn't, like, because of anything else other than the fact that your attitude was just, like, absolutely on point. And that just got us so excited. Like, I knew straight away, I'm like, this is, like, actually going to be so, so amazing. And before we even spoke about, like, doing the video or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, like, this is going to be like wild because like creating like photos and film that's so reflective like of your personality, that's where the magic source is. Like, and that's really where I found, you know what, making like a film and like and on a photo side, like showcasing photos that are so reflective of the day and your personalities on the day, that's where it's at. Well, I'm actually not a super relaxed person. Like I would not be <laughs> like the first wedding I had spreadsheet. And yeah. like when everyone says like, oh, embrace the weather. I was like, no, like I'm going to be miserable because I want a perfect day. Like don't tell me how to be. But no, it was, yeah, the people that you surround yourself with on the morning of is so important. And like if you've got a mother-in-law that's like micromanaging or stressing you out or something. Luckily, I love my mother-in-law, Fran, if you ever never watch this, but <laughs> she... We'll send this to her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your mum will definitely the... listen to this though, for sure. She's a, she's your number one fan. 
Oh, she's your number one heckler. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when we got those prints done, oh my goodness, I was on the phone to her for weeks. <laughs> Best friends. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I forgot what we were talking about. That's right. Well, so t- tell us what life's like now that you're married, you know, you're living on a boat in the Bahamas, <laughs> hotels all day. This is my life, day in, day out. You know? <laughs> I did. I definitely didn't, like, make you hold off doing this podcast with me so I could just have this as my background. <laughs> no, life these days, well, it's very, it's very different. It, obviously, we've got a four-and-a-half-month-old little baby, Indiana. And Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like you should be congratulating my obstetrician because I ended up having to have a cesarean because I couldn't walk for the last two months of my pregnancy. I had a twisted pelvis. It was miserable. So anyway, oh. He got her out. And, but I, I cooked her. That was all me. And, <laughs> Wasn't yeah. Well, well <laughs> no, done, Adrian. Well done. He had no, no part in it. Him and his useless nipples now. <laughs> oh, contributed. Oh, no. So married life is looking very different. Like there's not as much time for ourselves, which is, um, you know, par for the course, but that'll come back. And, but no, it's, it's very special having this new little chapter of our lives together. And I'm so grateful that we had the wedding. Like for us, it was really, and one of my bridesmaids said it, which was so beautiful, was our wedding was not just about us. It was truly about two families coming together. And especially having that smaller wedding and watching everyone meet each other and really intertwine and get to know, like there was no, you know, the boys just being off with the boys. It was everyone mingling together and selfishly, it was very much all about us. So (laughs) it was just incredible. So damn good. And as I said, like, and we've, I feel like this whole podcast has been about how much we loved being a part of your day and. Yeah, it's so good to reminisce on that. And yeah, look, we really appreciate uh, yeah, the fact that you picked people that brought you joy and that you trusted your vendors that you had a part of your day too, which has been, which I think, you know, the one thing you get out of that is A, you know, do, an, do a micro wedding or do an elopement. If you want to do it, do it. And B is like, make sure you have people there that are going to support you, support your vibes and really help your day become amazing. And be your hype woman, hype man. Yeah, hype oh, yes. the day up for sure. But look, maybe uh, comes we know with that a you... bum bag as well. <laughs> we really pull we bobby really... pins and yeah that's that's true i haven't i haven't used my bobby pin little bum bag for a while but uh yeah it's Ooh, definitely okay. <laughs> it's definitely something it helps when my little sister's a makeup artist so uh you know and does a little bit of hair so taught me a few tricks of the trade to be able to help out on the day and just make you know, okay, look pretty. <laughs> jack of all trades. Yeah, that's it. You've got to be a bit of a jack of all trades. I remember taking, I take mm-hmm. a veil out at least every wedding. I take someone's veil out too, you know. We've just got to learn some of this stuff. It's yes. part of the trade. <laughs> Absolutely. But Meg, we know that you are living the dream on your boat. I feel like we've said that a lot of time and it's not your boat, it's your parents' boat, but that's okay. But And you, we know you've got a bubba that you have to get back to. So we really appreciate you taking the time. I don't have time. to. You don't have to get back to her. <laughs> we could just stay and chat. <laughs> And keep sipping on your cocktail there, living the dream. (laughs) We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us though today, Meg. And yeah, we hope that all our listeners out there have got something out of the podcast today and are thinking about eloping and worried about that. Hopefully this has changed your mind a little bit. Let this be the catalyst to prove to you that micro weddings can be absolutely like phenomenal, amazing, stress-free. And it's really a different, it's really a more personalized approach to 
you know, an intimate wedding. And do both. Like have the micro wedding and then have a party later. Like if you want to tick that box. Like I've had a couple of friends that had the micro wedding the next day showed up at the bolo and invited the big 150 kind of guests. Like you can have both worlds. Just have a big gathering at the pub, but have the micro wedding, I think. That's a great idea. So good. Well, Meg, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on to the Make It Epic Wedding podcast. And yeah, we really appreciate it. Hopefully we'll be able to hang out, have a drink sometime soon and uh, reminisce some more. Please. Well, we're just at a small island off Hamilton. So if you can get here in the next few hours, we've got, we've got some drinks for you. But no, I'm yeah. your biggest stand. Like, I stand you guys so hard. You are absolutely incredible. And especially, like, for me to relinquish the reins to video editing my own wedding is it really says enough. So, no, you're both incredible. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. Look, the, the pressure was on. I'll, I'll admit, the pressure was really fun. <laughs> and we'll see you in uh, Hamilton Island in approximately uh, yeah, three I'll, hours. I'm gonna we're just going to go jump on the plane. <laughs> I've got a private plane in my backyard. I'm just going to go jump on it now. <laughs> Pick me up. We've got a helipad off the back. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Me- Meg was not joking then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could talk all day, but thank you so much. We appreciate it. You take care and we will speak to you all soon. All right. Bye. Peace.